So, um, yeah, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica. Jessica, how are you? I'm here. I'm here. Thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you here today. Hey, thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Good, good, good. Well, today, what the fuck are we reading? <laughs> I have no idea anymore. I'm pretty sure it's Valkyrie. Valkyrie being... That's I checked. But it's, it's kind of like part two of our part one, which was Thor being... Uh, spoilers. The Thor was Jane Foster the whole time. The whole... Time. time or at least from 2014 to like recently 16 ish mm, i want to say more recent than that i don't know i don't know like some shit happened yeah. thor's hammer exploded and then she like morphed it into the all thing all weapon weapon yeah thing. it's kind of a thing it changes however she needs it to change so yeah cut to Jason Aaron's and A. Ewings. Al Ewing. Al Ewings. I don't know how to say Ewings. Is that right? I, probably. Ewings. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be my second idea. It's Ewings. It's Ewings. It's Al Ewings. <laughs> it's me. Um, <laughs> Mr. Ewings. Their Valkyrie sees Jane Foster coping with the new role and learning to balance her new responsibilities with her day job. Well, trying to learn how to balance her responsibilities. Follow the Valkyrie, the last Valkyrie, as she works through some growing pains in an epic journey through the multiverse's afterlife. Which is sort of like, yeah, I guess that's her power. She's control over death and shit, so she just goes wherever the fuck she wants. Well, yeah, I mean, she's a she's a Valkyrie. Yeah. So she, instead of... Like, she sees death and she helps people transition to the afterlife. Right. I'm kind of learning about Valkyrie with Jane Foster because, like, Thor does not have a good track record in terms of comics. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff there to know about Thor, but, like, hard to read. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, she's teaching me about, and I like it. I'm down for it. I'm ready to see her grow up and grow out of Thor's old boots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is definitely picking up right after the War of the Realms. And so this is picking up after that Broomhilda dies. And so that leaves the Valkyrie position open. Yeah. And Jane picks up. With the old weapon. Weapon. She is doing a pretty okay job. You know? Yeah, it's a job too. It's less like yeah. I'm just here. It's more like I've got responsibilities, bitches. At Thor, as Thor, she was able to pop in and out. She wasn't really working. She was struggling with a lot of stuff. I mean, as Dying Thor, of cancer. Yeah, it was cancer. Wasn't it like because of his semen or something or is that just not right? I think you might be confusing that with Spider-Man. That might be Spider-Man where it was his radioactive semen that killed her. Spider-Man. Yeah. You know what? Don't date superheroes. Definitely people who might be bitten by something radioactive. If yeah. they said if they say their powers are radioactive, then just don't date them. Avoid. Or damn it. You can damn it. 
Like that's fair. Safe sex. Yeah. Not that really. Maybe we should have a sex ad episode on sleeping with superheroes. Where oh you have to my super god, heroes. I love that idea. <laughs> Back to Valkyrie. Yeah. So Valkyrie is Jane Foster. Jane Foster's trying to balance all of it. A lot of people are being really forgiving of her because she's like, you just rest. You just recover from cancer. You have a lot of stuff going on that they very, very faintly allude to in the issues one through four that we're reading up to this point. Her first power that she sees is that she can see death. And death has got this beautiful depiction. Al Ewing does a great job drawing that death yes. depiction where it's this little orb that's got this milky skull on it. It's purple and it's big and it's bright. And as that orb gets bigger, that's the closer. That means mm-hmm. death is incredibly it's close. It's really cool. Her eyes are red while she's doing it. It's pretty pimp. It's amazing. Um, and, and I'm pretty sure the skull eats you whenever it gets close enough. Like, I'm pretty sure it just straight up, like, swallows y'all. Yeah, like, I'm not sure either. I think it's definitely one of those, like, it looks like it because then, like, de- whatever kills you happens, right? <laughs> this makes uh, great radio. I'm just like, Mah. she's miming eating at me. And, <laughs> yeah, you can totally see it through the sound waves. <laughs> she does a really great job. And what's really solid about Jason Aaron's writing, like, I'm so excited that he's doing this because he did such a great job with Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's great about the writing in it is that they straight up allude to the fact that she's done this before. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a different Jane Foster who's doing Valkyrie. It's the same Jane Foster who's doing Valkyrie. And she's like, I've done this before. I'll figure out new powers. It's great. She has this epic fight scene and she's like, you're right. I do have tricks up my sleeve because I've fucking done this before. Mm-hmm. Like she, I got moves. Yeah, she's very used to it. She's very trusting of this process of cr- taking on this burden, this magical... Mm-hmm. supernatural burden and kind of carrying that forward and learning how to do it and i really respect that about so the writing capable, so unsexualized god this is the all-male team that i want to write all of my female characters uh, yeah i was whenever i saw jason's name on it i was relieved and excited and you, you looking forward to do it. Do you see artists and writers follow characters a lot? I feel like it's perfect that they followed her. I don't, I couldn't, I haven't been reading enough to really say. I just, um, it feels right that they follow her. I mean, the art is different than it was. Yes. The, the one that we read last time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's like, it almost looks like that just because it was from a long damn time ago. Like maybe they just got better progress. It could be. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, yeah, there's a lot of books where as you see it over time, you can see that change in art style simply because the technology they had changed. But I was very, very excited about it. Uh, I want to talk about a specific issue, though. So we're reading okay. it in singles right now, which is just because it's accessible. So hard to do uh, it this way. It is. But but issue number three, I think, is my favorite issue artistically. So that one... Um, yeah, that's the, that's the trip do. The yep. multiversal afterlife. Woo! Yep. And she... This is... Okay. Spoilers. Every single one of this first four runs, like, every single one is, like, a different story arc almost. But it does all tie together eventually. Trust. Yeah. Trust in the system. I was doubting. Issue number four ties it all together. But issue number three is amazing. So in this issue, she jumps from different dimensions. And I believe it's all... It, they do have a bunch of different artists in it, which is a tactic that I really like in comics because they're using different artists to depict the different dimensions. And so I think that's you can always tell when you've shifted someplace else because the line work and the designs are just a little bit different or even the art programs used are just different. And yes. they have just some really great shots. Definitely when Valkyrie gets to the end of the journey in this one that are just 
absolutely gorgeous. I love the narrative style. Yet another take on and, the Greek gods. <laughs> yeah, and it, I really do kind of like this of the book. They also have really good character design. Um, I think that all the artists are very great as drawing characters without eyes. They've uh, the teeth are really well drawn in this, and I know that's like a weird thing to focus on, but like. I've noticed a lot of artists aren't really fond of expressions and so mouths get a little flat and undetailed but they have quite a few scenes in some of in each of these issues that really pulls on that very well like very well there is a narrative thing that they do that i appreciate reading it as singles which is at the start of each issue they kind of do a recap of who jane foster and who valkyrie are alludes a little bit to what happened in the previous issue uh, which reading singles since you're supposedly going from one month to one month without reading the story it's a nice refresher mm -hmm. uh, might make it a little bit more difficult if you're reading a trade and you get through one issue and then it's like all right i'm valkyrie i'm jane thor these are my problems and it's like i literally just read that mm -hmm. 20 something pages ago like but i like i like it because yeah i picked up issue one a few months before we recorded this episode mm -hmm. and then read two three and four in quick succession oh really <laughs> yeah i didn't read them one month at a time I, um, and I, you read those in yours in quick succession. I as read well. one and two at the same time, and that made sense. Yeah, three and four was a hell of a ride. Yeah, and I I think three you're right. Three does have some of my favorite art I've ever seen in comics, just because it's just ugh, isn't mm -hmm. that? I just it's really important for the plot of the later story. I think like the sort of hijinks she gets up to really lays the foundation of what's they're going to build on for the greater story arc of this what did we say it was the sacred and the profane part one it's just so pretty one of the artists style goes so ethereal and i'm just like i would be down with somebody trying to make a comic in this art this art definitely is like hey we're in a different plane or whatever it feels very much like like artistic movie sort of thing you're watching like yeah. maybe this was an art film but i'd be down with them trying just to do an art film in <laughs> in this comic style because it's just so good and it doesn't say who does it who does that particular Ugh. page it does list the names of the artists and i wonder if they did it in the order um but it's it's some good some good stuff and they have a stand soapbox at the end of the three yeah that's sad yeah the first four issues because it is all part of the same arc like you mm -hmm. mentioned the um gosh the sacred and the profane mm -hmm. um i do think that the first four issues aren't a complete arc there's definitely i think going to be like a five if not a five and six of this arc mm -hmm. those just haven't been printed at the time of this recording we were we were trigger happy we wanted to get this shit going yeah and i really like it i'm glad we did really we can cool. talk when the other two come out or whenever they finish the arc we can just have an episode for that but it could be like a speed round we'll be like hey update the arc's fucking awesome but i want to talk about the characters a little bit okay there are i mean obviously jane foster valkyrie is a character that's reoccurring mm -hmm. you would hope but there are a lot of characters that are introduced that we definitely don't have time to experience i definitely think more villains than good guys we have jane foster's friend mm -hmm. we have a talking horse who i love we have jane foster's bosses and then we have a lecturer that she meets and dr strange shows up yeah, 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 which, yeah. by the way i just want to point out like i've read i'm there aren't very many Marvel comics that I'm reading to, like, completion right now. Mm -hmm. But of the few that I am, I feel like Doctor Strange shows up in every fucking one of them. <laughs> like, does he even have his own comic? I mean, he does, but, like, dude, why are you, why are you in everything? Why is it? 
I guess everything's about magic and that's your gig, so of course you're gonna show up and like. He's the Sorcerer Supreme. They even do weird shit for his art. Like, his art never, he never looks like he's just a part of the normal shit because he's like ethereal, ultra dimensional kind of guy. It just doesn't look like he fits in it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that one he's astral projecting. That scene in particular, he is astral projecting. Oh, okay. But, I guess um... that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Well, yeah. well, I don't understand how this works. It's Marvel, whatever. Where are the you movies? know, I, I, read, I read a lot of stuff with magical. <laughs> things in it so i kind of gotten used <laughs> to, to that <laughs> the reason it's my favorite thing for people to change the style of art when you're talking about different like i read a lot of comics where if the time period changes or again if the dimensions change um they change the artist for it and i love that they do that mm-hmm. moon knight um jeff lemire's moon knight does that like there it's a standard thing uh, bitter root they have an entire thing where like three different stories are happening at one time um and so to demonstrate that they're different stories they all have like different background color mm-hmm. things like one's purple one's green one's yellow you know that kind of stuff so you can track that they're different yeah it's great stuff uh but again there are if you no, catch it if, if you're you smart enough it. to catch it because i sure i womp womp they got me <laughs> i'm here to help you. I'm here to help <laughs> here to help you uh, but yeah, again, there's not a lot of time to get to know the characters in it. No. It, this it's is very a very, fast. very fast-paced first four issues, which is fine. What I did notice is that of the characters they've introduced, most of the bad guys are male. Again, Marvel World, most of the characters are just going to be male mm-hmm. anyway. So many females so many and males. so many of them are lesbian. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, by the end of issue four, we have been introduced directly yep. to five women. Yep. Jane Foster, her boss, Broomhilda, her friend, and that lecturer. <laughs> and I have no idea about Broomhilda's sexuality. I would assume it's a little bit on the fluid side. Jane and her, like, her boss's sexuality never comes up. But yes, her roommate and the lecturer are like, we have girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's very... I hope I it's like, not my ex. So I was like, okay, cool. We have a lot of lesbian women, which is awesome. Love it. Yes. Where they lack diversity and maybe um, skin tone and body shape, they at least are like, we got two lesbians, two of five women. <laughs> like, I feel like sometimes these kinds of books sort of are just like, all right, where are all of our side female characters that exist in, already in the universe? And then they go, you're all part of girls club and they just sort of huddle them up and they're like now kiss <laughs> fair <laughs> not so, like it's a bad thing i'm still okay with it being a girl club i just i think it's funny whenever you just like oh yeah yeah remember that other female that we know Gunk. <laughs> right and so frankly okay so that came up a lot with the avengers in-game movie right where that mm-hmm. scene where all the women all of a sudden team up and there's like there's no reason for them to have known each other like as a woman, if I do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, now, in the context that it happened in that movie, probably not going to happen. These women have literally, more than likely, not seen each other before then. But if by the time that Valkyrie happens, with all the wars, with all the crossovers and things like that, oh, in all likelihood, <laughs> yeah, we've met each other and you're like, cool, you're the only lady. Did you probably get along? No. But would you know who they are? Yes. You would definitely know who they are, and you'd have gotten their digits, because even if you weren't, like, in love with them, like, it's a lady that you're going to be able to talk to about this shit. I'd be like, hey, um, I'm stuck fighting this bank robbery, and I need a tampon. I don't know. That's, like, a really, like, pastiche kind of thing, but... 
It could literally, like... There are things in, that happen in life, like, um, I lost my pants. Can you bring some pants? I'm in my superhero outfit, and I need my yeah. pants. Or even just, like, can we go get a drink? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm Black Widow, and I really, really need a bitch about things. <laughs> I had a bad day. And what's up, Valkyrie? Like, can we, you know... <laughs> Give me them digits. Because, um, I mean, I've had coworkers, or I'm like, I don't... Like, I wouldn't call you my friend, but can we go just sit and talk about what it means to work, like, as Where a woman? Where we are, Yeah. yeah. In this field. With the people that we are working with. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. It's like, yeah, okay, Superman's cool, but he's kind of a dick, right? Yeah, I thought so, too. He just kind of got to stick up his ass. like. And that's the kind of thing that superhero girls team up to talk about. It's canon yeah. now. Yeah, and you probably fight fine with each other. Like, no yeah. big deal. Yeah. Like, no big deal. Uh, I gotta say, though, like, um, I literally had that happen. I had to go somewhere for work, and... Like two people I didn't know, and I was like, "The Spice Girls taught me well, girl power, baby. I'm on her side. I'll help run you over if I need to." And the girl yeah. was like, "Fucking hell yeah!" And the whole rest of the time, we were like, "Yep, we're gonna run you over." Yeah, <laughs> woo, woo, two yeah. two girl yeah. train. Yeah, no, definitely. So, which sounds sexual now that I've said it? That's probably gonna get edited out. <laughs> girl train. Uh, or I'm just gonna take the word back. I'm taking the word back. That's it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> move it more like a party train. Um, <laughs> so the big baddie that they're resolving for this arc, though, Grim Reaper, never encountered Grim Reaper before. That Hell guy yeah. is missing a tooth. He's got fucking good gross. design, though. I mean, he really looks he, like he's been beaten up. He has a he's great a- still at the end of see, episode four. Uh, episode four, whatever, volume four. Not no, volume when four. you talk about episodes, though, I would love to see this adapted into a TV show with a budget. Like, yeah, put this on Disney Plus. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, but like um, this is. I mean, he's definitely got. He's. It's a great shot. That's like a cover shot. Yeah, like, yeah. There's some art in this book where I'm like, that could have been a cover. Like it's better than the. Co- the covers are great, but there's definitely some things where I was like, that could have been a Doctor Strange cover. That could have been like a yeah. dead a, a Daredevil cover. Well, and what's kind of cool about the way that Aaron and Ewing talk about, like the way that they write, even in the Mighty Thor, whenever she was doing the Mighty Thor, like they kind of they're like, yeah. There's a lot of shit going on in the Marvel Universe. And they kind of, like, mm-hmm. kind of jokingly refer to, like, you kind of died. You came back to life. And then you died again. And then you came back to life. And then you died again. And yep. here we are now. And I like the way they do that because they kind of smooth over the bombs and make it so much more accessible. Um, and kind of on that note, so Valkyrie being a new hero for this one. It makes me think of some of the reading I've been doing for Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So Miles Morales, the baby. He, every issue that comes out is building up his canon and his universe and his villains, right? (laughs) Valkyrie fights Bullseye. And I love how Bullseye is like, did you ever date Daredevil? Yes. Like, these new heroes are carrying the burden of old heroes. Because in the Spider-Man Miles, the Miles Morales Spider-Man that's happening right now, it's really great because he ran into Rhino. He's running into Tombstone. Kingpin, all these people who aren't his problem. They're They're Peter Parker's problem. problem. Why are you fighting me? Yeah, and he has to deal with the burdens. And they're even like, oh, what's up? It's Junior. Look, look at you. And it's like carnage and venom and everyone. And he's like, well, oh, I love it. So I love that they're just like, do you ever date Daredevil? And Valkyrie's like, like in my when I read that I was like great she has to carry some other person's problem. Oh my god, did you did you catch the shade thrown on the other one? I think it was number three. The shade you brought up Spider Man. She fucking 
spike Spider-Man on, because she is trying to save this guy. She doesn't successfully save him. Oh, yeah. But Didn't she Spider-Man catch, kill somebody that like way? That? Yeah. Yes. Grabs the guy with, like, a lasso or something right before he splats, and then she goes, oh, shit, didn't Spider-Man kill? That's that is the two. hardest core thing I've ever fucking read. I was like, yeah. oh, damn. Like, there are a lot of superheroes that came before her. She's got to learn from their mistakes. But, like, yeah. But, like, oh, son of a... That is one of the most gut-wrenching moments in comic book history. And she yeah. just casually was like, oops. Nope. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> Pretty sure somebody else did this, and it didn't end well for them. Nope. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, it's really good. And, and it makes it worth it to read something in the Marvel Universe, because there's obviously a lot of shit I'm not going to pick up on. But little things like that, when you do understand yeah. what they're talking about, you're just like, I've made it, guys. Yep. There you I'm go. One of the I got an in-joke. I, I do have there. to say my favorite character is Mr. Horse. Agreed. Yeah. Even though I like the roommate a lot. I do. It's kind of hard to decide who's my favorite, but I think I love Mr. Horse just for the absurdity. There's a thing about the animal sidekicks where I'm like, they are absurd, and I love them for it. Because he's like, I ain't, whatever the high English he's talking, where he's pretty much like, I ain't one of them posh horses that get to hang out in the stables. I'm a working horse. I'm not an A hard day's work for a hard hay. Like, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a hay's worth. And it's like, he's kind of cockney. I think he's probably cockney. Oh, well, I'm going to do southern because I'm not fucking cockney. <laughs> like... That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know why it looked like it was Cockney to it, me. It does look like it's a Cockney, but I'm not going to try to act like that accent. <laughs> you will. Well, please do, though. Oh, so I can just have oh, the footage of it. Next time. Next time. And, and he kind of wins just because his introduction is smacking her on the head with his hooves. It's fucking funny. Funny as shit. Yeah. Also, she's like, did you just talk? <laughs> yeah. Also, though, Bullseye, great creativity. Yeah. In doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, just... You didn't date like, Daredevil, did you? Yeah. What a creepy line with, like, the blood down his face and him, like, with his teeth, like, yeah. all junked Yeah, I'm up. sure people who actually, like, are invested in that character are kind of mad at how, like, just bloodbathy they made him. Like, they didn't give him... I mean, he's him... supposed to be... He's well, a killer. No, I know, but Marvel does the thing where they, like... Yeah, soften it up. They really did. I was kind of terrified... Yeah. Of him. Like, I was like, this, I was like, this is... guy's gonna kill everyone. And you this can see, that's the, that's the cool thing about the way that she can see, because, like, you see the stakes getting raised actively during mm-hmm. the fight. Like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. kill everyone, and then everyone's death thing gets real big. And she's like, well, if I don't stop him, he will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is really fucking cool. So this is a great series. Yes. We like it. Yes. I would almost recommend it being in trades, because it's so action-packed that it's gonna be a lot easier to follow and kind of read. Mm-hmm. But it may get a little old rereading the, like, I'm, you know, Valkyrie. Yeah. I'm doing this, this, and this. That happens at the beginning of the issues. But um, Marvel trades are whiplashy sometimes because they do mm-hmm. kind of, they're like, this is an arc and it's a very small arc. Yeah. But. Uh, and scene. And scene. <laughs> it does go very, very quick. Yeah. Like, I have a feeling when number five comes out, I'm going to have to look back a little bit on my notes just to see what happened. But I'm also reading a lot, so I need notes just to track what happened. <laughs> Don't let me talk you into saying that you've read something you haven't. Yeah, that almost <laughs> happened, y'all. <laughs> Very persuasive. Uh, I have no idea if this is going to win any awards. It's way too early to tell. Like, it hasn't probably hasn't come up for anything yet. You know the vibes this is giving me? 
Mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok vibes. Okay, I'm not, but... No, I mean, just in the way that they're handling the art and the dimensions and sort of the comedy in the middle of serious stuff, I think Mm -hmm. it's really like... I think that's kind of the formula they're picking it up with. Yeah, which is good. It does need some brevity. I mean, she is a shepherdess of death. (laughs) Like, it... You need to laugh about something or you're gonna cry all the time. Yeah, it does refer to a lot of the War of the Realms stuff. At least they give you little asterisks so you can go okay, read so, the issue. So, like, off the record, does her son die? I have no fucking clue what that's about. Somebody dies. Yeah. Oh, it's not it's, good. It's gotta be her son. But, like, that was the thing I referenced when I was like, Free little, little prince. Yes. Fucking sad as shit, though. Was that, was that like, Thor's kid? I have no idea. Y'all, the Marvel Universe is so thick. Yeah, I'm really hoping that what they're referring to actually comes up in this book. Yeah, yeah, please tell me. Please let... Hey, um, Jason, Aaron, and Ewing, do you want to... Can you just let us know what happens? Why don't you just hit me up in the DMs? Yeah, what's, what's up? What's up, <laughs> What's up, your girl? Well, thank you for joining us today. Bye. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Great radio. Right.